Hey. Hey. Hi. How is it? How you doing, Tony? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a gorgeous day. I'm just trying to find a sweet little spot for us. Where we don't have um little girls running around. Okay. Here we go. This might be good. You have good Wi Fi there? Yeah, especially on the on this part of the property. Okay. Let's see, here we go. Okay, yeah, this might be nice. Good to see you again. Light, okay. Yes. You too. Well, we're How's just it going down there, guys. We're just recording the audio, so no worries about the lighting. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. And you can hear me, okay? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you really well. Okay, good. So it's going good down here. Uh, we're doing this podcast, as you know, and uh, we're gonna start recording. So, um, can we get? Can we like jump right into it and then we can talk afterwards? Yeah, totally. Okay, sounds good. Um, so the podcast is about uh, multiple relationships and uh, like having multiple partners, basically. And mm -hmm. we're looking to get uh, people's stories, experiences, and so forth. So I'm just going to ask you some questions about your experience with multiple partners. Is that okay? That's great. Yeah, thanks. Great. Um, Let's start with your first experience. If you can recall back, what do you think your first experience was with the uh, multiple partners? Um, well, I had an amazing experience at a festival with these two beautiful people. Okay. And it was really just so nice and eye-opening. And I, um, I realized there was a whole other way to express myself with, with, um, with human beings other than just a one-on-one -on -one experience. It was really wonderful and fulfilling and so I uh, started a journey just allowing myself those kind of expressions. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened? From um, your perspective? Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> from my perspective, um, I think I'd struggled in my monogamous relationship for a while with a few things that were kind of inherently negative for my spirit and uh found this wonderful couple that kind of saw where i was at and uh kind of met me right there and and wanted to be of service and uh in that in that zone of just i think under unconditional love zone and um it felt pretty amazing i think it was kind of a a transitional space for me to be in that space with them and that opened up my mind to the possibilities of relationships and the different styles of relationships that we can have and uh, that was and about a year and a half ago two years ago okay and this was your first experience uh, being with multiple partners at the same time yes okay um, as an adult as an adult, did you have an experience mm -hmm. before? At a, an adult? When I was a teenager, um, um, yeah, I, I had a couple experiences as a teenager, which I wasn't, I would consider maybe, um, you know, just experimental. And now I know maybe I had proclivity towards that, but maybe wasn't ready in the social situations to even allow myself that possibility. 
Okay. And can you give us a little more background on what those first experiences were as a teenager? I think those first two experiences were with, with um, my girlfriends. I had a couple girlfriends that, um, you know, they were friends as well as um, sexual interest partners. I, I would say that we, um, we dabbled in multiple partner uh, situations. Um, but maybe didn't have the emotional maturity to fully, um, allow those relationships to become relationships instead of just experiences. Okay. So it was, uh, it wasn't an ongoing thing maybe, or was it a fairly long I don't, term? I don't think I realized it was some, uh, like a relationship that could, could hold up. You know, I felt like it was like an experience, but that socially, um, it wasn't even something that I thought was possible to continue a relationship with more than one person. Okay. And um, let's go to a current situation now. Um, are you still practicing like non-monogamy? Or are you uh, single or yeah. you're monogamous now? Or what's your current? I'm definitely still on the path of just finding like that good place of non-monogamy for me. I have, I would say, one relationship with um, with someone who's like a sweetheart, a sweetheart, or like the my main relationship, and then maybe from that offshooting relationships that I've had with people maybe for years, but the type of relationship that would have worked for both of us um, isn't one that's the day in and day out kind of relationship. So I would say I have um, probably six or seven wonderful people that I would engage that way with. Um, but I don't see them all on a daily basis. They're, they're kind of, each person is different. Each relationship is really different. Um, and there are times where we spend time together and, and there's maybe times where distance and time go by for a while between seeing somebody. And I think that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, in that scenario, um, it's it's a wonderful learning process because there's a lot of you know, people are all, everybody's different, and I'm still figuring out what uh what you know would work for a long term kind of situation. Okay, so there's been a long learning transition here in the last year and a half or two. Yeah, it's been wonderful. I would say that. Um, the relationships I've developed all feel really good and open and clear um, with a lot of transparency. And that's my goal now is just to be really transparent with people and um, not have to hide things and be able to follow my heart and just feel a connection that's that's rooted in truth and a good foundation that way. Okay. Um What's one of like your most memorable experiences that you had now that you're practicing non-monogamy? <laughs> the most memorable experience? Um, Just whatever pops I think up. It's, I think it feels really comfortable. I feel comfortable <laughs> with myself at a new level, and that's what comes out for me as the biggest um, positive, uh, one that I can connect with, with others without feeling... Um, you know, insecure at all. I kind of just put it out on the line. I feel like my love and my heart is just bursting out and that um, I'll always 
have somebody there that would love that kind of love. And I have all these wonderful souls trying to give that love back. So I just feel like, you know, super full of either my own love or the possible love that's there. And it's kind of like the potential is always endless in my mind now. Okay. So that's expanded my ability to connect with people and with with um, somebody I may feel an inkling towards of attraction. I don't run away from that. I don't discourage myself from even feeling that. I, I kind of just allow myself to be really in that space with people. Um, and uh, it's not a rush and it, it doesn't feel like I need to um, lock people down into any sort of mindset. I kind of just let them know where I'm at and um, say what I have to offer. And then, you know, there's no judgment either way. Whatever is okay with each person. I feel like we're all on that wonderful journey at a different time, different space. And I think the comfortability that I've found within those situations has extended from the experience to my everyday life. Oh, that's interesting. Which is what I think is incredible. It hasn't become about one individual experience. And I've had some really beautiful individual experiences for sure. And I think that's what you're wanting me to recount. <laughs> um, one in particular, the one that makes me um, feel like it did have a wonderful impact was um, I've had a friend for a few years, always been attracted to him. Um, I'd say over the years we've developed to be um, friends, you know, like um, the kind of friend that you can call up and we'll help you with your car or go pick something up. You know, somebody that you're pretty comfortable and familiar with. And I've been comfortable and familiar with this person for a few years. And um, a relationship is developed so that um, most of the time we're just like really wonderful, good friends. But in a moment where one of us is expressing or feeling Um, some sexual energy with each other. It's just so easy to talk about it. It's so easy to jump into a conversation. And so uh, one time we did jump into a conversation and we talked about possibilities or fantasies and um, I didn't feel anything, but just like more love for this person for being honest and open with me. I didn't feel like I wanted to attach to them and have a relationship. I didn't feel needy with their energy. I didn't feel jealous at what they suggested because it was with another person. I just felt really excited and um, expansive. And we did engage in the situation we talked about. And it was wonderful. It was my first time I ever had, um, you know, that number of multiple people. I think we were with two of his friends. And the way he described them to me was really awesome because they were great friends. Um, And so one thing I've noticed about people that can't engage in that level, their friendships become stronger because they can engage in a certain level of communication that not everybody is able to handle that you kind of have to get into in those situations. And so I really appreciate the communication that I have with my really dear friends that um, they, they might be lovers occasionally, but mostly they're really dear friends. That sounds sweet. And our, my communication, their communication has opened up a lot. And I feel really comfortable talking about anything with them. We're going to go another direction. Uh, what do you think some of the struggles have been in the last uh, couple of years of this? 
there's definitely been a few struggles for sure. I would say the number one struggle um, in my mind's heart, um, I imagine having like a big family where everybody's really like loving and clear and open and has so much love. Nobody has to be insecure <laughs> or feel left out and that everybody's like on the same page. So my goal with um, my sweet people and family is that. Um, and in that, you know, striving for that goal, <laughs> I kind of pushed the situation together maybe a little too soon. Okay. And um, maybe generationally it might have had something to do with it. But um, somebody I'd gotten really close to over about a year who I was extremely open and honest with from day one who said they were really open and okay with kind of that lifestyle um, but when it came down to it when they saw me with somebody else it wasn't okay mm. and they felt bad and that that concern and that hurt I had a visceral physical feeling in this one instance and you know we talk about those feelings and we try to get to the bottom of like why we would feel jealous and insecure and um you know, how we can help each other feel more lifted up and what kind of situations would feel comfortable. So I had a, um, a wonderful friend that I had met and it was sweet and he was going to come down for about two weeks. Um, and I wanted my other sweet boyfriend to come with me and pick him up. Like I wanted us to do it together. I wanted them to meet. I didn't want it to be like, oh, well, I just don't want to know when it's happening. Because it kind of sounded like it was going that way when this person was originally very open and then they were expressing some not so happy feelings about the situation. And so I felt like confronting the situation, talking about it, being open and communicative would, would lighten it up, would help, would have everybody be on the same page with each other. Um, but when the time came and my friend was willing to do that and engage that way. And um, the man that came, he was a little bit younger he knew the situation as well. He was ready to jump in and just be okay with what was going on. And he knew that I had a boyfriend in town and that we were going to be sharing and we would be, um, you know, trying something new for ourselves and, and trying to really take care of each other's emotions at the same time, you know, uh, allow this wonderful woman that they've got to, to be her full self and, you know, not to have to hide those kind of things. So I thought it would be really wonderful that we all like were there in the car together and we went and picked him up together. And I'll tell you what, man, the emotional tension in the air for that car ride was so much that I felt sick to my stomach the oh, entire no. ride. Huh. Like I, it was a visceral feeling. I could feel it. I felt sick by the time we did get home. And, um, my younger partner that we picked up, he was great. He didn't feel that way. He might have felt a little bit of um, strange feelings from the other person, the oh. older guy that was kind of feeling a little jealous and insecure. And um, it was a physical feeling. And I realized that we're, you know, we're all on a different level. And this partner that I have, who's a little bit older, who seemed down with the concept, who had had that, that kind of lifestyle himself, so musician and kind of understood where it was coming from. Um, but when it really came down to it, he wasn't comfortable okay. and it made everything uncomfortable. So that, that's one of the harder things that I've had to learn is, 
you know, timing with each person. I'd rather have everybody be kind of right where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. With unconditional love and, and non-attachment and jealousy. But not everybody is in that space. And um, I realized I, I don't want to put people through that if they're not ready for it. It didn't feel good. So I have to just be careful. Um, and And each person's unique and not try to force those kind of maybe gathering situations too soon. And there are partners that I have that that are comfortable with multiple people interactions. And then there are some that are, that I don't think are. And there's a few times where, um, I, I brought a woman into that situation with this man and he was quite happy, like so happy. His sexual energy was off the charts for three days. Right. So it improved, you know, his sexual function is, um, you know, excitability. So I know that he really enjoyed the experience in that setting, but when it came down to having a two men, mm-hmm. um, it it seems like there is a lot of work to be done with men being comfortable with each other and non-jealous and non like hyper masculine or toxic masculine, or in order to find a common ground and actually like appreciate the other man. Yeah. So I feel like that's wonderful about women. We can appreciate each other. In this wonderful way. And I think it's just a little bit harder for guys to get into that space. So that's been a challenge for me. Thanks for sharing that. Um, what would you, now that you've had like a few years of experience in this lifestyle, any recommendations for somebody that's like maybe back, you know, two years ago in your same uh, situation? Um what would you tell them? What would you tell yourself back then now that you have these two years of experience? I would say, um, um, that the original concept I was feeling like needed to be expressed was true to, to let my heart lead me. Um, but in another instance, like to not rush that, allow the people that are really meant to come in your life in your life, I'd say there was probably a couple situations where, um, you know, maybe I wasn't as cautious about the people that I was dealing with. They sounded like they were conscious. And um, I'd say the majority of the people I've been with are people I've known for years and years. And those situations have been actually really wonderful, mostly. I'd say there's a couple complications, but mostly it just feels wonderful to have these friends that I've known and loved for a while. And now we can kind of engage in a deeper level. Um, but there's a few, I think people that I was with that I, I probably should have just held off a couple more times of meeting them first. Okay. Like I was saying, it seemed sometimes first off people will talk the talk and, kind of be in that mode with you or see where you're going with it and if they want to you know engage with you in that way they'll kind of maybe just pick up on your story and act like that's where they're at consciously and when it comes comes down to it not everybody's in that space to be able to make those adjustments and to just um, choose wisely the partners that you have I would say that's probably the best advice that I give myself is to not get swept up in the excitement or the sexual energy of what's possible in those types of relationships. It's all really about the connection um, and the expansive heart that, that you're 
growing in yourself. I feel like overall, my greatest um, achievement has been expanding my heart for myself and my family and my friends. And it's not, not in a sexual manner at all, but because my sexual um, facet, that part of me was allowed to kind of grow and expand um, all of the rest of it, my friendships, my family situations. I think I have another level of confidence and security and love for myself that it's expanded to all those, those types of life. That sounds great. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, We're going to stop the recording here and uh, just wanted to thank you. And then we'll continue talking after that. Okay. Oh, thank you for having me. It was wonderful. I appreciate it. Okay.